Today, we're talking about PDF markup solutions for Mac-based practice. I think uh, we had talked to Peter last time and we kind of poked at it a little bit, but uh, we're going to unpack this and help folks who are on a Mac-based office figure out how to uh, communicate either either using Bluebeam or, or, or some kind of other Adobe solution. Um, so Boris, you want to set up uh, the problem for us real quick? Uh, sure. So... Uh... Bluebeam is most widely accepted tool for PDF markups for uh, many architects and engineers. And up until you know a few years ago, they had a native app for both Windows and Apple machines. Um, however, they've stopped uh, supporting the Apple version of the product, I believe in 2018, maybe 2019, um, and have halted development so that people that are running um, their office on macOS are unable to use Bluebeam. Now, Bluebeam has um, a lot of kind of tools and graphics that really make the job for PDF markups easy. Um, on top of that, a few of um, you know cities and have accepted Bluebeam as a tool. Uh, for their approval process. Like San Francisco, what Peter told us, yeah. Yep, San Francisco, and there's there's many more. Um, so you actually have to use Bluebeam if you want to do electronic approvals and not um, physically bring drawings um, to their offices. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's where we stand right now. So if you're Mac-based office, you're basically locked out of that, um, of that ability as well. Gotcha. So as a Mac Mac based office, you're, you're, you're out of luck, so to speak, because Bluebeam does not run um, on Mac anymore. So uh, we present, we're going to present, talk about three different possible solutions and unpack some of the pluses and minuses of each because they all have them. Have them. Uh, the first way to do this, and I think Peter's company is doing that and some other companies are doing that, is is what for is putting the PC there? Yeah. So one of the workarounds that, um, you know, a few firms, um, that we work with are doing is getting one or two or maybe three PCs, depending on the size of the firm um, and how many, um, you know, how many people actually need to work in Bluebeam at a time and, you know, use those PCs to A, you know, join the sessions to for the approval process, but also use those PCs to actively um, edit and mark up PDFs, right? So, you know, you have a firm of, let's say 10 people, you get two PCs specifically to run Bluebeam. Now you can also then repurpose those to do additional tasks. It depends on, you know, on the machines that you're getting. Um, we, we have a firm, for example, that does both. They have um, a powerful uh, 3D visualization software, Lumion, uh, running on a PC and also using that for Bluebeam as well. Um, so basically that's, that's the way to work around the problem is to have a PC or a couple of PCs in the office and use those um, for Bluebeam. Yeah. But what are the downsides of that? Well, I think the downside is, right, what if you have more people that need to mark up PDFs or what if you need, you know, you're basically, I think you end up with using Bluebeam for just certain things like getting approvals and, you're not utilizing the full functionality of the tool. Um, and then on your day-to-day, -day, right, as people need to um, do markups and send send PDF drawings back and forth, you know, you're using 
another tool such as Adobe Acrobat. Mm. Okay. Um, okay. And and what about like this is one we talked pre-show. Um, if the office is semi-remote or remote, then that solution sort of like, you can't VPN into a PC. That makes no sense, does it? No, I mean you could set up a remote access to that computer, right? But again, it's like one person can only have access at one time. So um some of the workflow still goes out of the window. Uh, and some of the benefits of Bluebeam still go out of the window. So you're really just doing this kind of as a makeshift solution um, and not having full full capabilities of the program mm -hmm. uh, for everybody. All right. So running a Bluebeam PC could be a little clunky or could be a good solution if everybody comes to the office and you know, you know maybe uh, take turns or whatever. But Bluebeam is not being fully utilized. Um, there's a cost to a PC. There's a cost to maintaining a PC. But you can run other programs on it and use it for, um, you know, add on value, add value to, to its existence by using like visualization software and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, okay. Sounds good. So Jason, thank you for joining us again. Apologize for the LinkedIn uh, broadcast not working, but we've covered number one solution for or a proposed possible solution a workaround for using pdf markup for mac based offices and that is running a pc uh standalone pc that basically can functions as your as your window into bluebeam and communications with cities and whatever using bluebeam um what is so what is another way around it that so that could be a clunky solution it, it may work it works for peter i think and and some other companies we we support but um there's also some words uh, about cloud solutions for Bluebeam. What do you know about it? So, um, you know, Bluebeam has been touting that for a while. Um, it's Bluebeam in a browser, basically. And they finally delivered something this year. So Bluebeam 2021, if you get a license, a full license version for Bluebeam, you also get something called the Bluebeam Cloud, uh, which allows you to run Bluebeam on your iPad, to run it on your, um, you know, various mobile devices and also running it on your computers, whether it's Mac or Windows uh, in a browser. So you can just, you know, it supports Chrome, it supports Edge, it also supports Safari. Um, so you can basically access the Bluebeam app in the cloud, upload your drawings there, or if you already have a Bluebeam session set up, um, you can just join the session and basically utilize it that way. So that solves the problem uh, of not having a native app for a map because now you can just use your browser to get to, um, to the Bluebeam software. We've, it's been released fairly recently. So we've been doing some testing um, and one of our customers is actually testing it as well right now. There's some downsides to it just because it's so new, it doesn't support all of the tools. And by default, it doesn't have any tools um, in your tool set. There's, there's very few that are in your cloud tool set. So one thing you could do is if you have a full version of Bluebeam is you can export your toolbox uh, from, from, from Bluebeam and then import it to the cloud um, and use it that way. But there's not all the tools that you export and import are actually 
can actually work. So there's a few that don't work. They just show up as gray boxes and you can't really do anything. But some of the basic ones like lines and squares and cloud uh, and annotations, um, those things work pretty well. And you know, from what we've heard is they're gonna be adding more and more functionality to this cloud version. So eventually, hopefully very soon, it'll support all of the tools that you have in your toolbox, whether it's locally installed or in the cloud. Now, besides limited tools, um, what are the downsides have you seen for the cloud solution? By the way, uh, boys and girls, you're on the call. Feel free to, you know, either uh, type in a question or ask, uh, uh, you know, using the audio um, as we go through this. But what are the downsides outside of uh, limited tool set? Uh, so I think that would be the primary downside. Um, in our limited testing, that's what we've found out. Um, there's some additional downsides around printing as well. So because you're using a browser printer dialog and not the system printing dialog, depending on which browser you use, you may have different options uh, for printing. And it may not be all the full options that you experience in the, you know, in the Bluebeam um, native application. So there's, the options are fairly limited like paper sizes and how to add them there there is additional customization that needs to be done there as well and i think bluebeam needs to do some additional development on getting all those options in there is it a viable solution like realistically thinking right now right now i think we'll call it a beta right mm -hmm. but if somebody wants to test it out um that would i think that would be awesome and kind of can get get to work and see if they can replicate their on-premise workflow using this Bluebeam Cloud um, solution, um, you know, it, it, they can make it work, right? It's better than not having an app at all uh, in on your computer. Thank you guys for joining us. We just joined uh, Barbara. Apologize for LinkedIn not being uh, able to translate uh, broadcast this show, but uh, we just covered running an individual PC, and we'll send you guys a recording of this show. We just covered, Boris and I covered running a Bluebeam dedicated PC in the office and some of the pluses and minuses, a little clunky, but it's mm -hmm. functional, it works. The other thing we talked about just now is the cloud solution for Bluebeam, which Boris basically explained is currently a beta, so there's some limitations, including printing, and your tool set that you were, when you export out of Bluebeam app into the cloud, that may may not work. Some of the functionality, basic stuff works, but uh, some functionality does not. So it's more of an experimental or beta solution at this, at this stage. So if you're Mac office and you want to use Bluebeam cloud, uh, you can, but you're going to be guinea pig essentially uh, as they, as they develop, it'll become better and better, but is that my accurately yeah. am, I, am i am i doing a good job yeah yeah no i tested okay. some of these uh, uh potential yeah. solutions or workarounds as well and uh is the cloud something different than just logging in to your bluebeam session online like is yeah. it a different app yeah so they uh it's actually an app that runs in the cloud okay um, and you can upload your PDF drawings to it. And uh, what we'll do is we'll, um, when we send out the recording for the meeting, we'll also send out some instructions on how to test out the cloud, or we'll we'll put a couple links in in the LinkedIn um, event as well. Okay. Um, because, so basically, you know, you can go to the bluebeam.com 
register for a trial of the full, full Bluebeam version, and you'll also get an access to the cloud version, which is app.bluebeam.com. Um, and once you log in, you kind of get a similar canvas, so to say, um, as, as you do on your regular Bluebeam, except it's very limited in terms of the tools that you see. And uh, then, okay. yeah. When, so, we, when we tried it, it seemed like it, it was just like everything had to be a session and that like you would have had to upload your PDFs through a session on someone's actual, you know, Bluebeam on their desktop or whatever. And then to use it online, you would have had to like log in via browser and open that session to work on the document. But if this is something else, that that sounds great. Um, so I guess what was the issue was doing it through a session? Well, it just seemed like it was going to be really annoying to have to make every document you want to work on a session. Okay, that's fair. Um, Instead of just being able to directly open something. I'll double check um, with you know, with our engineers who tested it just to make sure that we're, you know, I'm not making a statement that may, may or may not be true, but um, we do have, um, we do have a document for the workflow that we used. And if you guys want to try that, that, okay. that would be awesome. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be great. Um, what about cost, uh, Boris? What's the, uh, is it, you said the cloud is now rolled into a uh, normal license cost or is it separate? Yeah, so if, you, if you're getting a version 21 license, you're also getting access um, to the cloud version. And that all depends on, you know, so they used to have three different versions. They still have three different versions. It's just they're named differently. Um, they used to have, I think standard CAD and extreme. And now, um, because it's so new, I have to look this up, but uh, just give me a second here. Yeah, now they have basics, core and complete. Um, so I think the feature set is fairly similar to, you know, the basic correlates to what CAD used to be. Um, the core correlates to what, um, or sorry, the basic correlates to what standard used to be, the core correlates to what CAD used to be, and then complete correlates to what extreme uh, was. And um, basically you could get a license beforehand where you would just buy a license as a proprietary license and then pay maintenance um, to get support and get the latest versions. Um, so right now it's actually an annual fee per license. So every year you have to renew uh, which in most cases you renew anyway because you renewed the maintenance. Um, but yeah, the price is basically $240 per year for the, um, or 20 bucks a month for the basic. And then from there it goes to 300 and 400 for the other versions. Um, so I think the, you know, from standpoint of pricing, it's, it's fairly similar, it may become more expensive, but usually, you know, for people who renewed the maintenance, it's fairly similar to what it used to be before. Gotcha. Um, thank you for that clarification. So uh, with this uh, Bluebeam, if you guys have Bluebeam questions, feel free to ask type or ask uh, on voice. But the other uh, piece we want to um, 
explore is using Adobe as your primary tool for markup. Right. So if, I mean, as we've kind of discussed, the, you know, the Bluebeam workflows may not be fully baked out, right? Or you, they have limitations. Um, so another thing you can look at is actually replacing uh, Bluebeam altogether with um, using Adobe and using Adobe uh, PDF, uh, either standard or professional to mark up your PDFs. And Adobe has um, capabilities which are very similar to Bluebeam is just uh, some of those tool sets need to be custom created. And, um, you know, it's not, I guess the packaging is not as easy and as not, not user-friendly as it is in Bluebeam. But once you customize your ribbons enough and once you customize your tool sets enough, you can have a lot of the functionality um, that Bluebeam has right at your fingertips as well. So, um, you know, for us, as we are working with MagBase firms, you know, this is kind of, if we can do A or B, you know, we would recommend doing C so that people can still get their work done. And most um, many Mac-based offices are using Adobe PDF as their primary tool right now. So is there a version of Adobe that also has all the like measurement capabilities of like st string dimensions and area and, so uh, that's the limitation, yeah. right? So yeah, if, if you're not purely doing it for PDF markups, um, takeoff is not part of the Adobe solution. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I wish I had a better answer for you, Barbara. <laughs> uh, I'm curious, have you guys tested PDF okay. Studio at all? Uh, we have not, no. Um, I believe we have um i believe somebody else has mentioned this before but for right now i mean also in you know as we're doing it consulting and work with businesses we want to make sure that the solutions that we're recommending also have right the back end capabilities and the support mm -hmm. um so but yeah we're always looking forward to kind of testing new tools but it's not something like until we test it out and until we know that the support is there uh, because the worst thing that can happen is, yes, the tool looks good, we roll it out, and then they stop development, right? Yeah. Or the tool looks good, we roll it out, and there's an issue, and to get support, it takes like three days. So those things, um, we also have to watch out for. So we haven't tested it yet. Somebody has brought it up before. We'll probably um, we'll probably look into it more in you know in the next few months and see if that solution is actually viable. Yeah, so far it's been the the best replacement that I've tested for Bluebeam. In terms of technical capabilities? Yeah. Or all the other things I mentioned as well. A lot of similar tool capabilities and it's actually a lot cheaper than most other ones. Um I think it's a, a German app. Okay. But yeah, that's that's one I'm currently testing right now, but I also just hate adobe so <laughs> <I'm> a little <laughs> biased <laughs> um yeah so so would love to hear how that goes barbara uh by the way that that would be big help uh peter mentioned that uh he found her i don't know he put a question mark in there so i'm not sure if that's a question or a statement peter please help me out with that he said i found a measurement tool in uh found a measurement tool in acrobat dc um so 
please clarify if that's a question or a statement. So there may be a measurement tool there. Uh, and then Steve says, what about running bootcamp and installing windows on Mac? I knew that was going to come up. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a viable workaround except right to me. And I think I've, I've, I've mentioned it multiple times before people want to use the Mac because also of the Mac OS and its abilities. So constantly switching between a windows and a Mac environment would not necessarily be the most efficient way of doing things. I mean, it's still a viable solution. It's just, it'll probably work for, I think a smaller organization, maybe one, two, three people or for your personal Mac, right? But not necessarily uh, when you're trying to implement this workflow in a larger um, business of 10 people plus. Um, I think at that point, like the inefficiency of switching back and forth, or at that point, you just run Windows on your Mac, right? And kind of defeating the purpose of wanting to have the Mac in the first place. Um, so although the solution technically works and it could be a good solution, I don't think it's a solution um, that will Scalable. make you more efficient in a business setting. Uh, do, you, do we have customers actually using that? Uh, no, we don't. Hmm, not a single customer. Okay. Interesting. And Steve, if you are using it and using it successfully, let us know. That'd be kind of interesting to poke at. Yeah. No, the reason I asked is, um, and, and thanks for hosting this, is, uh, you know, my office actually is PC-based. Um, we're a larger firm, but uh, working remotely, every, you know, a lot of work that I'm doing is PDF-based. Um, you know, I'm a little more senior. I'm not in Revit every day. And so I'm overseeing the work of others and consultants and submittals and RFIs. So I'm in, I'm in, you know, the blue beam world a lot, but I don't always want to remote in, you know, working right. remotely and having to tunnel in and, and, you know, sometimes there's bandwidth issues. And I used to have blue beam on, on my Mac here at home and also on my laptop and on my iPad. And it was great. But uh, once they stopped supporting it, I was like, oh, come on. Hmm. I didn't <laughs> want to transition over my, my home office you know, to a PC just because, you know, everything's kind of set up on my Mac for, for many years and, you know, in the Apple interface of things. So I've been wondering of just wonder if I, you know, run bootcamp and install Windows. I've never done it before. I don't know how it works. Um, so, but yeah, it, it wouldn't be scalable for me. It would just be for working remotely. Right. It'll basically be for your personal laptop. So yeah, in that sense, you know, in that instance, it makes a lot of sense. Um, but so you'll basically need to, now another option is to run parallels, right? And run parallels on your personal Mac and have a Windows environment as part of it as well. Um, so both of those options are kind of open to you. Um, you know, you know um, in both instances, you'll need to get a Windows license. And so that is some additional cost there. And then once you're, in like in a bootcamp environment, you would have to switch back and forth, right? So boot into Windows, do your Bluebeam work, and then switch back to Mac and do your other work or your personal stuff. Um, in a parallels environment, you'd be able to have a shortcut on your desktop that would launch Bluebeam inside of parallels. So that would probably be more streamlined. Well, Barbara um, said it's pretty slow and, and but, had a lot yeah. of lag, lag. So thank you for that. Continue, boys. I just want to so, add, yeah, add some I'm, color I mean, to your parallels statements. <laughs> right. So in in that sense, yep. Yeah. So anytime you would run virtualization, 
um, anywhere is going to be slower than running on physical um, devices. Now, some people are okay with that. Some people, it all depends on how much, how you work and how fast you work, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's another option may not be as high performing. Um, so those are, I think if, if we look at them, you know, from a preference standpoint, for better performance, you would use bootcamp, but also you lose time booting in and out of Windows. Hmm. Parallels may not be as fast um, running the app itself, but it'll be faster kind of getting into the app and, and doing your work. So I guess it, there's a plus and minuses to both. It, it all depends on um, how, how your workflow is and what makes it easier for you. Could, all of this could be a moot point in six months or so when Bluebeam Cloud gets there, right? Gets there. Yeah, if we have a full, fully built cloud version, which Bluebeam has promised, or not cloud version, fully built uh, web accessible or browser accessible version, um, which they have promised since 2017, 2018. Then, yeah, I mean, we're, that will all be in good shape. Perfect. All right. You guys have any other questions uh, for Boris regarding, it could be related to PDF markup, but if you have something else, um, we're happy to help. Hey guys, this is Peter. Quick question. Hi, Peter. Are you hearing me okay? Um, yep. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, there is an sort of outdated iPad Bluebeam review app. Um, I was tempting to use that as a workaround just for accessing sessions with the city of San Francisco, but do you have any experience with that and the functionality of sort of the tool set? Um, honestly, I don't think we have anybody who's using it. So I'm going to to say we haven't um, had any experience with that. I know we still have a few offices that are on the older version of Mac OS. Um, and still running, you know, the old version of Bluebeam for Mac, right? Just because they've had the Mac for for a while, um, but that's also kind of like slowly the functionality of it is um, is the grading where they can do certain things and they can't access certain like they can't access the studio um, different studio session depending on which I guess which Bluebeam version initiates the session. So if it's like later versions of nineteen and twenty, they can't access those. But like if it's um, you know, a lower version than they could. So I think there will be some limitations because the older apps may not support all the full functionality um, yeah. that you may get from the session created in a later app. It's starting to crash a lot too since they're no longer supporting it. Yep. It's unfortunately not great. That's the iPad app or the old Mac app? The iPad app. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, iPad is such a sort of perfect tool for marking up in general, you know, stylus, pencil, whatnot. Um, yeah, be, be well, I mean, the cloud more. app is going to be available for the iPad as well. So that's actually a native app for mobile devices. Um, Not via so browser, it's, a, it's an app. So, so if you're running it on an iPad, it's it's an installed app for the iPad. If you're running it on a Mac, right, it's not a native app. You have to go through the browser. Hmm. 
And is this out already? Um, as far as we know, yeah, because we can log into it and test it. So uh, whether there's a special iPad app that's already out, I will I will get back to you guys on that. Well, but I know. Find out. Okay. Yeah, I know. I mean, from their website and what they're saying is that the cloud app is supported on the iPad as um, you know on mobile devices as native app. Let me look. How do I get to the cloud on a browser? So you'd go to app dot bluebeam.com i think let me see you know bluebeam cloud is available in um in the store in uh apple store it's got four stars 16 ratings wow yeah so you go to <laughs> app.bluebeam.com and there's a sign in button now oh, you I do see. need to have a bluebeam account to sign in right so what we mm -hmm. suggest people do because you get a 30-day trial sign up for a trial and then you have access to the cloud app okay cool Hey, Alex, you found an iPad app? I found an Apple uh, iOS. It's an iPhone. Yeah. iOS, it's iPhone. yeah. It's just type in Bluebeam and it's a Bluebeam cloud. Um, pretty, I mean, right there. So again, I'm going to say that this is fairly limited tool set as compared sure. to what you get in the full version, but it's something that can be tested and see if you can adapt it for your workflow, at least for now. And obviously, you know, they've promised it to us for a long time. So Hopefully the development on this is gonna ramp up and continue. Do you could you potentially like screen share or show us how what it looks like? Because for me, when I log in, it just says zero projects and it doesn't look like there's anywhere to add a file to open or anything. Uh let me see if I can get our child count. Um I haven't. So again, I had one of my engineers tested, so I haven't personally tested it uh, myself. Uh, let's see. Yeah, for me, I mean, I can show you guys real quick. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. So it says I can't screen share. Um, let me let me get you make you the presenter here. Yeah, because I think I actually found this at some point, but couldn't figure out how to use it. All right, Barbara. So yeah, I logged into my account and this so is what you it looks should be like. able to upload the projects here. Um, let's see. Can it seems like nothing is clickable. Can you click on your account icon there on the right? Right, top right. Yeah, not much. Um, let me see what. Hold on, let me grab my instruction set that we had. Is it permission? And you have a trial account, Barbara, or what kind of no, account I, do you have? I have a, an actual licensed account. Hmm. Okay, hold on. So it's app.bluebeam.com. Is it does it default to slash projects, or can you just go to app.bluebeam.com? What happens if you just? Yeah, I, I came in here. I think it just yeah it defaults. And then it just has you sign in. Okay. Yeah, let me just do it again. I got this. 
Okay, still check see. your inbox. Yep, we see. Yeah. Okay. And oh, hover over pro no projects. See Let's if you can just. Um, I guess one question will be see if you can just drag it in there. Let's see. Yeah, actually, so what we're getting is something different. Um, our screen looks different. And I guess maybe, so because again, we're signing up for trial of 2021. So it could be that there's a different version of the cloud for whoever has a 21 license, possibly oh, versus whoever is uh, on previous versions. Got it. Um, okay. Can me, I, do you see. want to share? Or... Sorry? I was just saying, if yours looks different, um, do you want to share? Yeah, I'll share. And so I'm looking at the document. So let me find Zahim. So Zahim created his account. Let me see if I can find his login info here. Okay, no. All right, well, let me go. If you guys have a little bit of time, let me go and sign up for this real quick. Well, I mean, we we haven't we haven't planned this, but so yeah, if you want to hang out for a sec, um, let's let's see if we can make this. Yeah, sorry. Well, well, <laughs> no, that's great. Boris, I guess I, I, uh, sorry for the dangling comment earlier in the chat, but I did find the measurement tool in Acrobat, and I could. Awesome. Could you, how could you share how, how to access it? Yes, I think so. I was just trying to recreate it because it's really sort of fast backwards, but let me see. I could actually share my screen. Show you. Uh, you disabled screen sharing. I think you got to make Peter host. Oh, there, there you are. All your projects behind you. Love it. Oh, yeah. Same <laughs> exact ones from last week. <laughs> I know. Still cool. Um, oh, I think Boris, sorry, I, I changed it back to you guys to be host. So I think Boris has to make Peter host. Oh, sorry about okay. that. Hold on. <laughs> Do you have to actually make me host? You can unlock it. No, you get it. Uh, you got Okay, hold on. Yeah, I don't think I've initially when I set up the meeting because it was supposed to be something different. Um, I don't think I've initially Here we go. Peter set it up so that everybody could be a host. So now I may not change it. Well, it's also kind of dangerous these days. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows what people have on their screens? Well, people yeah. who, well, you know, it's, it, we, there's no gate to this one, right? So we just. Okay, this is Acrobat. Pro DC, so I'm not sure if there's a version sort of distinction in the tool set. Um, I've got this little ruler on the right, it mm. says measure. And when I click that, it's giving me these three tools up here. Uh, this one called measuring tool, you click into it and it's you can set the preferences so it'll find points. Uh, very kind of clumsy, but so I can measure that. And so that would be my first step in getting this tool to work is actually measuring off the PDF. Uh, let's see, it says 
I don't know what that means. I'm guessing that's 2.5 inches. So then I would have to right click. Sorry, wait, when I'm in the measuring tool, I would right click. Hang on. And then do this change scale. Can you see my menu pop up? Yep. So then you have to calibrate that. So I would have to set my 2.5 to equal 10 feet. So I just tried that and it wasn't, it was not working. So maybe I can't do this fully successfully, but this is the process of trying to make that work. If you draw a new one, will it be correct maybe? I didn't change the settings. So I'm assuming it'll still say 2.5 for a similar dimension over there. Oh, yep. But if I was smart enough, I would figure out what that 2.5 meant and then change that ratio. So it's just about clicking into this measuring tool. Got it. Um, and then right clicking and you get this scale ratio. It's clunky, but it did work for me once in the past. So it might be just a matter of picking what. Sure, we could YouTube it or something. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I think that's how I discovered it originally. Interesting. Yeah, it's not. It looks like you got the settings right, but it's not converting. Yeah, there's something in the preferences to tinker with there. I've done it in the past. It's obviously not something I'm doing every day, but it did work once. Cool. Thanks for sharing, Boris. What do you What do you got? I'm trying to log in. I can't. Hold on. It's almost there. I love when tech guys have tech problems. <laughs> this is not it. This is not well. So the the LinkedIn Live one was a tech problem, uh, but this one is more of a, you know finger to the keyboard problem. It's your good old preparation problem. Um, I didn't think we were going to get into this. So yes, that's my bad. I think I can cause this. <laughs> That's fine. Now, Boris, um, as you're doing this, uh, somebody is asking there, we're not able to log in, but they want the recording. We'll be able to share the recording with uh, folks who sign up for LinkedIn Live, right? Yeah, I will. As, as we do usually, uh, we send it out to our list. But to our email list, but how about people who just sign up for LinkedIn? Yeah, same thing. Now, um, we'll upload it to LinkedIn. Okay. Hey guys, high level. I have a quick question. Um, for a Mac-based office, what are you guys using for BIM software? I know it's not about PDFs or Bluebeam, but I'm just curious what, what uh, software you guys are running for BIM. We're on Archicad. Okay. Are we? Yeah, that's what I that's what I was assuming. Thanks. Uh, we have a few clients using Vectorworks as well. Okay, so I did log in. Let me share this here. Now I don't know where this is gonna take us, but uh... it's an adventure. Let's go. Yep. So it tells me that my free trial will expire in 21 days, but I do have the new project button here. So new project one. 
And once I click in, um, that's fine. Then we can add and upload uh, drones to here. So are they trying to make this more like plan grid or Procore? Yeah, well, theoretically it's it's right, it's a mix between the two. Cause so this this is not right, the cloud version is a part of the suite when you buy the regular version license. Um, so I don't think they intend this to be a standalone app from that standpoint. But basically, you know, there's a reason why they have iOS app and mobile apps and also web app. So when you are at a site, um, you're able to easily access the drawings that are already here. And you either upload them or if you create a session in your standard Bluebeam, then you have access to that session uh, from here as well. And then, yeah, I mean, kind of the punch list, starify and submittals, this is more of Procore slash um, plan grid functionality. But theoretically, we should also, so if I go back to, uh, if I go back to my other project, Let's see, hopefully there's something uploaded here. No, just messing with this. Let's see. Mm, don't see anything. No. Mm. Oh, create all these test projects and no drawings uploaded. Nice. All right. Ah, I wonder. I wonder where they've put the drawings. Let's see. No, not this one. I think it's probably this one. Let's see if there's anything. No, still nothing. All right, but basically, let's see if we can upload something. Uh, I don't know now. Anything that's not sensitive here on oh, my tag data invoice. Let's see. Yeah, that could be possibly. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate you uh, taking the time to attend. Hopefully this was helpful somewhat. That's not what I wanted to do. Yeah, boys, we've got another maybe couple of minutes because, you know, people got to run and all that. We're coming up. Yeah, so um, I think what we're going to do is I'll actually, we'll record a video of Thank you, Jason. this workflow and uh, we'll share that out as well. I think that would be the easiest way to do this um, because yeah, I don't want to waste great. anybody's time. And Barbara, I will email that to you separately, just because okay. you've been so grateful at providing feedback. Oh, and I know you're you. waiting for that answer. <laughs> thank you so much, guys. Yeah, we appreciate you. Thank you very much for joining. Those of you who are watching the recording, if you have any additional questions, hit us up at getarchit.com. We love you. We want to support you. Um, and we thank you for your time. And hopefully this was helpful. From Boris and I, so long. And we'll see you on the next LinkedIn Live. Thank yeah. you for joining. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.